What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. So number 1,010 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. We're coming to you live on uh, WQEE Radio and the streams, YouTube Live. Darren Moose Dupont joins me as we're set to uh, do the exact same thing as we did yesterday and 1,009 days before that, Moose. And that's Talk Sports here on uh, Atlanta's NHL radio show and the streams. How you doing, Moose? What's going on there in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle? Man, I'm doing well. It is getting hot. I'll tell you that. The The morning is beautiful, um, but it's starting to get hot. And uh, we got to yeah? get some air flowing in here. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, I know you got some busy things going on. You're broadcasting the Paralympics over there. In Moose Jaw, you got the, the move going on. So, uh, listen, put it all on me. Let's hit <laughs> sports uh, talk now. And as we say, they, they, let me just say this. There will be no guests today. It's just Moose and I. And what's interesting about this is it's not just going to be quick six show topics. I got about 20. My sheet, and you've seen this many times, is it, it, absolute chicken scratches of all kinds of stuff to discuss here over the next two hours. And I want to bring in a lot of audience participation, okay? And just before we jump into the sports talk, I want to say this. My commentary, because if you, if you just can't live without us for the other 22 hours a day that we're not with you live, you can always go to rodpeterson.com or listen on select the best Saskatchewan radio stations most have my commentary every day. And in my commentary today, I talked about going fishing with Brad um, Dodge, because I had a lot of people write me yesterday, DM me, text me after the show, the 902 line. They're like, Rod, don't worry about staying on track with the show, because we love when you go off-roading. We love the stories. We love the stuff. That's what makes your show special. So, Darren, in the comments, when I posted it to Facebook about going fishing with Brad and how wonderful it was and how great it was from my mental health, because it took my mind off any worries I may have. Some guy wrote in from Southern Ontario, his name's Scott Ford. Nice enough guy. But he said, just Google Will Ferrell an alligator and you'll realize how dangerous that is. And I'm like, why do we have to be those people? So we're going to open up today's show before we get into the quick 20 sports topics today, the hot topics, and just say, how about you, Scott, do you, and I'll do me? How about that? Right up. Yeah, what do you got? You no, got there's, a, there's a great Bill Burr bit on that, Rod. What is it? Tell me about it. Well, he's, he's talking about deep sea diving and, uh, and sharks. And yes. his buddy was like, you can't go deep sea diving. You're going to get eaten by, you know, you know I, or Bill wasn't going to go. He's like, I don't want to go in the deep water because I don't want to get eaten by a shark. And his buddy's, well, actually, 95% of shark attacks happen in shallow water, so you're okay. And he's like, yeah, they happen in shallow water because that's where the people are, you know? So it's just kind of funny. They're well, like, hey, I don't want to go diving in the deep ocean. Just mind your business. I'm not going to go diving in the deep ocean. Well, yeah. And my thing was, listen, I don't want to argue anymore. I've talked about it a lot of times. The Scott Ford seems to be a nice enough guy. So I just rolled back and I said, you are more than welcome to stand outside the fire. <laughs> Me and Brad are going to go fishing. Yeah. But, but it just reminded me of, in the news, probably it was about 10 years ago now, and I'm, I, I apologize that this brings up any painful memories for anybody, but 
Do you remember somebody fell down an elevator shaft in Lethbridge and died? I remember when that happened. I don't know if you remember when that happened. And I was like, oh, my God. Terrible, tragic, feel terrible for the people that it happened to, their family. We're not banning out of elevators. Okay? So the fact that somebody had their arm bitten off while fishing in Florida doesn't stop people from fishing, okay? So if that's going to scare the hell out of you, stay home. But me and Brad are going to go fishing. I can't do it anymore. I can't have the debate anymore. Take your stuff over there and stay there. Thanks. And thanks for coming to my TED Talk. And we're going to jump into the quick 20 sports topics. And we got a lot to get to. Uh, you'll notice that I'm wearing my Saskatchewan Rattlers hoodie today. My yeah. bunny hug because it's good game day for them. And we're going to get to that in a second. But we're going to start with hockey because it's the uh, number one topic right now. And I would like to remind everybody that we are going live. I am on Sports Talk Winnipeg at 2.20 Eastern, 1.20 Central, 12.20 Mountain, SAS time to talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs. The NHL is pumped with this Stanley Cup final, Florida versus Vegas. I'm reading, Darren, from a Canadian press story. Maybe it's Associated Press. Either way, even though the ratings will likely sag without big markets involved, the Sun Belt Series will feature two teams that have never before won the Cup. It is also a chance for the league to show off its success growing in the U.S. beyond traditional hockey hotbeds. Let me stop for a second, drop anchor, listen to me with a fishing talk. Darren, do you see how the media is infecting people's minds? How dare you say the ratings will likely sag? How do you know? Yeah. Anyways, retired player Anson Carter said, quote, it's so refreshing and it's so amazing. When you constantly hear people saying hockey can't work in the south of the Sun Belt markets, they're wrong. Anson Carter hears his friends back home in Canada complaining about the NHL not wanting teams north of the border to win championships, and he dismisses it. Canada's cup drought dating to 1993 isn't the fault of many of the Canada-born executives, coaches, and players now working for Vegas or Florida. Story goes on from there. I'll stop because I got far more points to come to. But um, everybody's going to be watching. They say they're not going to be watching. At least in Canada, they will. And I guess we'll find out in the States. I, When the Golden Girl was on with me yesterday, Serena, I, I, I can't remember if I brought this up or not. But the whole idea of this is the fourth straight year of Florida teams in the Stanley Cup final. This, that's got to mean something, I would think. So... What's the buzz in Canada? You're in the rinks. You're calling the sledge yeah. hockey. Are the people saying, I'm not going to watch because it's the Golden Knights and the Panthers. I don't, I don't buy it. I don't think that's the case either. And, and I don't know. Like, when you have teams that aren't quite as popular and don't have the big fan bases and things like that, like, you know, across the continent, maybe they won't watch the whole game. But this is Canada. This is the Stanley Cup Finals. Even in America, this is the Stanley Cup Finals. People are still going to follow it and pay attention very closely and want to know what's going on. The thing I think is the coolest is, like, we look back on all the great moments. And, like, you know, when you look at Colorado winning the Cup when they moved from Quebec or Ray Bork's first Cup, I don't know, that was the second Colorado Cup, wasn't it? Ray Bork's first? Doesn't yeah. matter. Oh, one. Oh, one. But, you know, these moments when guys win it for the first time or have waited for a while and, for both Vegas now, they're new in the franchise, in, in the NHL, but Florida's been around a while and haven't really made many trips to the dance except the one in 96, but you're going to see a team get to raise the cup for the first time. Like, that's really cool, and I think that's going to capture a lot of people as the series moves on. Yeah, it's not the sexy matchup of a Rangers and an Oilers or, 
you know, a Leafs or the Habs or, you know, Chicago, but it's still going to be great. Yeah. And so now that we've got everything set and we're, hey, we've got through the bumpiness and we're into our, we're flying to 30,000 feet now. I'm just checking in with our audience. Uh, Ryan in Toronto says, hello, Rod Squad. I'm buckled in and ready to go. From Bo Halverson. Good morning, everyone. From sunny Saskatoon. From John. Um, I'm watching every second of the NHL finals. First time winner this year. Trevor in Winnipeg says, I think I'm cheering for Team Manitoba. Sorry, Pomo. <laughs> John Schmeiser writes in and says, good morning from Kansas City. And I'll stop and get back to this in a second. Kevin, the medium checks in and says, good morning, RP peeps. Happy hump day. And just one more from John Ohm, who says, nice Saskatchewan Rattlers hoodie, Rod. Thank you. And I'll get to why I'm wearing that in a second. Who wears the, um, sorry, who owns the Winnipeg Seabears team, the expansion team and the CE belt? Do you know? Yes, it, who, it is one of the Aspers. It okay. is one of the Aspers who owns them, yeah. Okay, cool. So I, I wondered about that. That's the expansion team in the Canadian Elite Basketball League, the league that says, because I've had a team president say to me, Rod, no media talks about us but you, your show. I include Darren in there and, and all of our staff, and I'm like, well, I don't know what to say about that, but I support it because they're all good guys and gals. Anyways, point one was the Stanley Cup. It begins Saturday night, and I will just say this. I've been talking to my family and my friends back home in Sask because I had travel plans to come back. I've changed my travel sched. As I said to you on the phone this morning, a lot happens between days when you and I yeah. go without talking a day. Um, <laughs> I've changed my flights. If the NHL is going to be good to me, I'm going to be accommodating to them. So I will be flying home a little later than I planned so I can stay here for the Stanley Cup final. I feel like it's a God shot. And it was literally Rod, uh, God looking down going, how bad do you want to go? <laughs> uh, really bad. Yeah. Okay, so change your flight. I did. I ate a little money, but nowhere near what people are eating that are buying tickets to go. And that's the one thing I just, right? It's the one right? thing. I didn't even looked at the tickets. I don't want to look at the tickets. It's, it's just like friends who have places in Arizona. Actually, Phil, who you know, um, good friend of mine, you know, his dad's got a place down there in, in uh, the Scottsdale area. And when the Super Bowl comes there, he's like, we should go. I'm like, tickets are six grand. I'm like, yeah, but that's all we got to buy because the accommodations are covered. We don't have to pay crazy hotel fees and travel this and all of that because we're already down there. So you're already in for it. Take advantage of it. The Stanley Cup's coming to you, brah. You don't got to go to the cup. That's cool. Yeah. Well, Yes. But my friends that are season ticket holders for the Panthers aren't going to the Stanley Cup final for a variety of reasons, but most chiefly, they can't afford them. The season tickets were expensive enough, but now the playoff tickets. So the people, the barn's going to be full with people that don't really go to the games all year but have a lot of money. Eh, that's like Super Bowl. It is what it is. 902 text line is open, 902-518-3033. Jim Wagner writes in from Balgoni, Sask. Glad you asked. He says, morning, RP family. Cozy show today with just Roddy and Dukes. Here for a good time. Well, I can promise you a good time. And this is what I said to Darren. We're not on Game Plus television today because of a uh, production double booking, if you will. 
but we are on the streams. We are on the radio and WQEE. So this was always Darren's idea to be have a show on a variety of platforms in the event that this happens. So this is why we're here. And I said to Darren, we don't need guests. I mean, we had Serena yesterday, the golden girl, and everybody loved her. She was the rock star of the day. But we're not going to bring her on every day. She's a special occasion guest. Yeah. And she knows that. We know that. And that's the way it's going to be. But I said, like, when I first started doing sports talk radio, there's no hand, there's no handbook for it. <laughs> Trust me, I looked. And maybe, uh, Moose, I, maybe I can now officially write one. Because to be honest, I had to, I had to find out by hard knocks, but I used to go to Phoenix. Everybody knows I spent a lot of time in Arizona. My plan was to end up there. But I would sit by the pool with a notebook and just write and listen to sports talk radio. They had three sports talk stations there in the Valley. And I would just listen to what they do, take notes, how they did it. Boom. It ended up being pretty successful with my former radio show. But the thing was, I couldn't write a sports talk handbook back then because as much as what we were doing in Regina is no different than what they're doing in New York. It's not New York. It's Regina. And they don't look at you like you know what you're doing. Yeah. But now, thanks to WQEE, Ryan O'Radio, thanks to Game Plus Television, thank you, Anthem Sports, and the wonderful people there. Uh, now it looks like we know what we're doing. When in the end, we knew what we were doing for a long time. Yeah. Anyways, to point two. I'm deferring to you, kid. Brad Tree Living's now the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and I'm enjoying. And by the way, kudos Darren Drager, our good friend Drags. Yeah. The pride of Langenberg Sask for breaking the news that Brad Tree Living's going to be the next general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm just enjoying following the buzz. You have to understand, I'm not, I'm smart enough, I can figure it out on my own that this is a tremendous. Hiring by the Toronto Maple Leafs. And people are saying, yeah, but he, this is one thing I saw. He's, he got fleeced by the Panthers. Mm, he didn't. <laughs> Whether it was Daryl Sutter's fault or the players' fault, I don't know, but Tree Living made a great deal, especially when Matthew Kachuk didn't want to be there. Are you going to pin what Kachuk did this year in Florida and not in Calgary on Brad Tree Living? He's the last guy. Lou was on here last week saying himself that Chucky was only half in in Calgary, or at least not all in. That's not Brad Tree Living's fault. Guy did a tremendous job. I don't even believe it was Brad Tree Living that hired Daryl Sutter in the first place. So Brad Tree Living's walked through the fire in both Calgary and Arizona. And I don't think there's a better guy out there for the Leafs to hire than Brad Tree Living. That's what I think. How about you? You know, I'm with you. I like that move. And the reason I like it is because from all accounts, and I've never met Brad Tree Living, but he's a good person. You know, I take, I, I have a lot, you know, when you, in my circle, um, the people I really, truly like and the people I really, truly trust, um, if you've got an opinion on somebody, I will take that same opinion because I know your character and who you are and trust you. Lose one of those guys too, just like you are. Lose one of those guys. And when he says Brad Tree Living is a tremendous first-class human being, I believe it. And so when you have a good person in your organization, that goes a long ways. And a player-friendly person and an employee-friendly person. So Brad Tree Living is going to be somebody that people will want to work for. Hopefully, players will want to play, play for. Um, I think it'll go a long way and be a good thing. On the Kachuk trade, I get it. He went somewhere else, and he's having success. Okay? 
he was a hundred point guy in, in Calgary. I mean, he had that ability, but you know what? Sometimes if a guy doesn't want to be there, you have to move him anyways. So you can win a trade, even if the other team ends up improving also, you know, it was the best situation that could have happened was to get Uyghur and Huberto. And we all thought the tree living fleeced the Florida Panthers. Who knew that Kachuk was going to go down and just thrive in the sun and just continue to crush it. That's great for Florida. Both teams can have success out of this trade. And I think over time, Calgary will come to like the trade. I think Huberto isn't going to look like last year uh, moving forward. He's going to be much better. Stop the presses. Game Plus Network is tweeting that we're live on Game Plus right now. Are they picking up the feed? It might be. Are we picking up the feed? I was actually going to tell you that, like, I feel so confident about our production and our stream. Do I want to tell Game Plus that we got this thing rocking and rolling? It's a DuPont Media production, and and Game Plus has just tweeted that we're live on Game Plus television, which changes everything. What means we're on television across all 10 Canadian provinces and 31 U.S. states, but it doesn't change the fact that we're on WQEE radio and uh, the streams. Does that mean we got to take a break? Yeah, guys, do we need to take a break? <laughs> I'm sweating, and it's not because it's 29 degrees Celsius right I know, now. me too. Can somebody write in and tell me, are we live on television? Oh, my gosh. And we can take breaks whenever you want. What an outfit okay. we're running here. <laughs> um, from Kevin, the medium, who's also our sales coordinator, he says, um, should I know about these changes? What changes did we talk about? We weren't talking about changes. We don't need no stinking changes. <laughs> Aaron McLeod writes in and says, hi, Rod, are you coming to visit the Maritimes? I wish. Why would I? Oh, by the way, I was telling uh, Darren that I had a, in my other career as a recovery coach, I had a sober companion gig. And just so you know, the gig was to accompany somebody who needed to stay sober to the Craven Country Jamboree, Country Thunder, as they call it. The, the thing's canceled now. It's okay. canceled. My client canceled. But that's the one thing. Don't ever, Darren, get into the recovery business. Because <laughs> as our good friend Bobby Marier, sober coach to the stars, told me when I first started, he's like, always just plan for a semi-truck coming at you from the blind side. <laughs> that you don't see coming in the recovery business. You think that's that way in broadcasting and sports, but it's not. It's a thousand times worse in the recovery world. And the problems are big. Yeah. I don't know. I'm an hour ahead of turning into a squirrel, by the way. I don't know why that is. <laughs> uh, Don, our Navy friend, writes, like I'm saying my mind has gone all yeah. squirrel. Don says, instead of overpriced tickets, you can be watching on the flat screen, beer fridge with cheap drinks close by, and the game's a couple of steps away, or the bathroom's a couple steps away. Um, yeah, for sure. This goes back to the you-do-you thing. Because I am thinking I'll probably go to FLA Live Arena for game one. I haven't told the Golden Girl yet. But I think I'm going to go down there. At the very least, I could pay $10 to get in. Free parking. See my peeps. I'll see if Thad and Jess, you've met all of our friends, see if they're going to go. I guarantee 
Serena won't want to go. But um, it's something my dad said once about being there. Because my dad was a rider season ticket holder, rough rider season ticket holder. And he goes, you can't beat the smell of the smoke from the grill and the smell of the popcorn and seeing your friends. Yeah. That was my dad. So, Don, you stay home. But I kind of like to maybe go see my friends and maybe visit Pantherland and buy some of the overpriced Stanley Cup finals gear that they're selling out there. Because you can't get it everywhere. Uh, from the Tallahassee, from Tallahassee, Florida, the Hockey Club podcast, Corey Patterson writes in and says, "Brad Tree Living, former Regina Pat. Yes, he was, which automatically makes him a fantastic person and very smart. Brad Tree Living was a Regina Pat, and now the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, for one second, I have. By the way, I haven't received any messages from Game Plus Television that we need to take a commercial." Have you looked at your phone lately? Yeah, but I haven't seen anything come in yet. Okay, then we're going to keep on trucking. Arlen Bruce III writes in, says, Great morning, RP and Darren, former NFL and CFL receiver. He says, I listened to the podcast Darren was on with the Hughes Sports. What a great interview, Darren. You are definitely an entrepreneur. Well, since you're the boss, Moose, I will appropriately kiss your butt. And give you some time to explain what you talked about on the Hughes podcast. Oh, no. They just asked me about my journey and broadcasting and starting the show and and all of that stuff. Uh, it was fun. It was a really good chat. And then we talked a little bit of football um, and a little bit of CFL predictions and things like that. It was, it was a lot of fun to go on with Kevin and Jake. I know it's a passion project for those two uh, to have a little father-son podcast. So, uh yeah, it was good to talk shop, and I'm glad you guys were listening and and uh, and enjoyed it. <laughs> Pardon me. So, B. Henderson has written in and says that they are airing pickleball on Game Plus Network right now. That's what I thought. Yeah. So, false alarm. <laughs> you can start the presses again. Oh, Kevin, the medium says flight changes. Kevin, it doesn't affect you. No. If it had, you know that I would have got a hold of you. But no, I'm still, if it needed to know, I'll let you know. <laughs> on a need-to-know basis. On a need-to-know basis. You knew. My brother knows. My yeah. business manager knows. It's all it needs to know. And the NHL knows. This is interesting. Jeff the Stams fan says, um, the longer it takes for this series to start, the less interest, the, the less interest to the novice fan. It's summer. Um, good point, but there's not anything we can do about that. No. So I'm gonna, so I'm gonna, I guess, jump back on track. Although people tell me to stay off track because it's more entertaining. I don't know. I'm just gonna be me, the Caitlyn Jenner of sports talk. <laughs> Did you enjoy that yesterday? That just <laughs> yeah. popped into my mind. People are wondering, what do you mean? The Caitlyn Jenner of sports talk. What I mean is, Bruce Jenner one day just woke up and said, I'm tired of living this way. I want to live this other way. So I want to be uh, the Florida hockey guy. I want to cover the Stanley Cup. I want to, this is what I want to do. Yeah. For a whole lifetime, I was doing what everybody else told me to do. And what they thought I should do, this is what's best for you. Um, how about, I don't want to do that anymore. Probably I go do what I want to do and be me. It didn't mean wearing a dress and six-inch pumps. 
But what would you rather be? Well, that's his thing. Yeah, what? that's his thing. Well, the Caitlyn Jenner now of Sports Talk. You were the Whoopi Goldberg of Sports Talk. <laughs> the Golden Corral of Sports Talk. We got a few alter egos here. I kind of like it. We can be also, all of them. Sp- speaking of that, did we tweet the poll question? No, but we're getting there. Okay. Oh, did we tweet it? Yes. Okay, good. And it's also on my personal Instagram. Uh, the question. Darren, we could spend two hours on this alone. Yes. Okay. Well, I didn't. Can you just hang on for the poll? The poll question for Key Auto Group, and I'll get to the read for Key Auto Group in a second, is who's the best golden girl? Um, and unfortunately, Serena's not an option in the poll because I would have voted for her. But it's Sophia, Rose, Dorothy, and Blanche. And I feel like whomever you vote for says a lot about you. And I'll get to that in a second. So we covered the tree living thing. The Nashville Predators have fired coach John Hines more than a month after they missed the playoffs. Incoming general manager Barry Trott said the decision was made to dismiss Hines and assistant coach Dan Lambert after doing additional postseason evaluation. Uh, They've now hired Andrew Brunette as their next head coach. And um, if Rich Sutter was watching today, he would be writing in, and maybe he is watching, he would say, Andrew Burnett, Bruno, very good guy. He is a really good guy. I've never met Andrew Burnett, been around him here. He coached the Panthers for three quarters of a season last year. Uh, John Lynch would say this. Nice guys run the Kinsman Club. But I'd like to think that Andrew Burnett learned something by being let go by the Panthers at the end of last year. I don't really know what went down here last year, but let's put it this way. Burnett's got a house here in Fort Lauderdale. If it was up to him, he'd still be coaching the Florida Panthers, but they got swept in round two. Team that won the President's Trophy got swept in round two. He's parts ways with the team. Pomo comes in, and they're going to the Stanley Cup final. There's a disconnect there. Clearly, Brunette didn't do a tremendous job of coaching the Florida Panthers, or he'd still be here, but he might have learned. Maybe he's, and I don't know, maybe he's got a connection to Barry Trotz that I don't know about. But that's the news in the NHL there. Here's another point. It's like the third or fourth point already, Darren. The NHL's free agent frenzy is back in its regular time slot after three years of scheduled disruptions because of COVID. The league signing period will officially begin July 1st. Here are the top players on the market set to hit free agency. Listen up, Darren, and tell me who you think's the most prized one. Or maybe you would, you would sign the most if money was no object, okay? okay. If you're Brad Tree Living and you had space, Yes. Who would you sign? Ryan O'Reilly, Patrick Kane, Vladimir Tarasenko, Tyler Bertuzzi, Dmitry Orlov, Matt Dumba, Damon Severson, Michael Bunting, Tristan Jari, or Freddie Anderson? That's a pretty good field that'll give the insiders a lot to gnaw on. Yeah. I like O'Reilly out of that group for me. Um, He's the guy for me. Um, Patrick Kane obviously is going to garner a lot of attention, command a big dollar. Um, the one off the board I'll go with that I think is, is uh, could change somebody's franchise pretty quickly is Tristan Jari. If he's healthy, I think Tristan Jari come in, be a great starting goaltender for you on a team that uh, is trying to be a playoff team and contend. So um, if goaltending's an issue, I think Tristan Jari can come in and, and fill the gap really quickly. So can Freddie Anderson too. Look what he did in Carolina. Even in the in the series loss, um, to the Panthers. Freddie was really, we all talked about Bob, but Freddie was really good in that series too. 
So I think there's some really good options. It's a good question. Yeah, we have plenty of time a month almost to make that a poll question. Who is the most prized free agent? Yeah. For me, well, Patrick Kane didn't do diddly with the Rangers. O'Reilly didn't do much for the Leafs. <laughs> you know, like yeah. how how impact are these guys, really? But the poll question is actually for Key Auto Group. Key Auto Group has the largest selection of quality new and pre-owned vehicles in the Parkland area, cars, trucks, SUVs. Your journey begins at keyautogroup.ca. And the poll question today is who's the best golden girl, Blanche, Dorothy, Rose, or Sophia? You know, when I said, depending on who you vote for, it kind of tells you a little bit about you. And what I mean by that is somebody wrote in and said, uh, Blanche, Vava. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Boom. And I'm like, stop. <laughs> she, I don't know what you, she's past Cougar. I don't think you'd I don't think you'd classify her a MILF GILF (laughs) GILF well I'm voting for Rose I'm just saying Rose Sophia's leading just so you know Sophia's leading 34% of the vote Rose 30% Blanche 21% and Dorothy 15% okay and from the uh, Kevin, the medium writes in and says, it has to be Rose. Well, you have the opportunity to vote just like everybody else. Kevin, I voted for Rose. You said yesterday you're voting for Rose. Darren, I'm assuming you have not changed your so, vote. Well, sit with me on this for a second because I'm not the, like, I, I know the different characters, but I don't really, like, I'm a little fuzzy on the names and stuff like that. So Betty White obviously is my favorite. I love Betty White. But who was the mom, the, old, the older, oldest one? Sophia. Yeah, Sophia. She was hilarious. So I was a big fan of her, too. Okay? Can she be a 1B behind Betty White? No, you need to pick okay. one. Well, it's Betty White first. She's second. Okay, that's what, Rose. That's what I got. I feel like, again, we could do an entertainment show. I think you and I could very easily be this generation, Siskel and Ebert. Yeah, we could. Very easily and at least as entertaining as those two. I smell a spinoff podcast. I know Jeff, the Stamps fan, says it's got to be Blanche. She's she's past Cougar, but so am I. Uh, John Ohm says a leopard can carry something twice its weight into a tree, and a cougar can carry something half her age. Tibet. <laughs> um. Jen from the Four Seasons says that's a tough choice between Dorothy and Sophia for me. LOL. Uh, from Argo Fluffy, I'm guessing watching in Toronto. 
says, when will you be the Oprah of sports talk? I want a prize under my chair. Well, I'm getting close. Um, as Moose and I were ripping around Boca here in my Jeep, I was like, how many times did I point to that top of that condo? And I said, Moose, Oprah lives there. Yeah. A couple times. You did. did. I remember the building. Yeah, I I have yet to see her, but I don't sit across the street and stalk her either. It's not like, (laughs) here you go, Fongo. You said you like the stories. It's not like when I was a kid uh, and we were at visiting a friend's house in Edmonton. It was in the 80s. And across the backyard was Yari Curry's house. Yari Curry of the Edmonton Oilers. And I stood there, this will not surprise, four hours probably, staring out the back bay window into Yari Curry's living room. And if, if I recall, he had a hot tub in the house with a big screen TV before big screen TVs were a thing. This was in the 80s. Yeah. So I did that. I'm not willing to do that with Oprah, but Oprah's not Yari Curry. And then last time I was in that little corridor between San Antonio and Austin, Texas, I was told that George Strait lives there. Yeah, um, in an area, San Marcos, Texas. If I had been alone, I would have gone to his place and tried to scale the wall. Yeah, but I wasn't alone, so I couldn't do that. You were going to say something? No, I, I was going to say that George Strait would be the guy alongside Yari Curry, you might stake out his place uh, ahead of Oprah. But, uh, yeah, I get it. If you would have been alone, you'd have spent some time there. Yeah, but I didn't. So we'll get to the points. So for those writing in about what topics they'd like to discuss, it's the Rod Peterson show. It's not the John from Edmonton show. John Ohm says, you do you, I will do me. I need that on a T-shirt. I think, Moose, that might be the next generation of Rodisms that you want to throw on a T-shirt and sell because I I can't. I'm over it. If you're afraid to go fishing because you might get eaten by an alligator, don't go. (laughs) But I'm going to go fishing because I like it. Uh, Ted in Red Deer says, I'm watching the RP show for sure. Where I go doesn't matter to me. Um, Which, by the way, a couple from Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg. He says, I wouldn't scale the walls of anyone in Texas unless I wanted to get shot at. Well, I was going to say, if if it was an opportunity to meet George Strait, it would be worth it. But I've actually met George Strait. That's a story for another time. You and he are about the same height. Okay. You're a little thicker. Yeah. <laughs> not much to George. There's yeah. not much to George. Um, <laughs> it just kind of went over people's heads yesterday, Darren, when I said uh, that one producer at Access said, just turn on the camera and let Rod go. <laughs> and he did. And then he did. <laughs> and that's why we're sitting here today. Thank God. That could be the title of your book. No, I got the title of my book. I, I was there. I got it. I Actually, it. that would be the title of a chapter. Just turn yeah. on the camera and let Rod go. Dot, dot, dot. And he did. <laughs> chapter nine. 
What a great chapter. Yeah. What chapter did you walk in at? Exactly. <laughs> and then everybody can share on social which, which chapter did they uh, discover you and you come into their lives. That's funny. Oh, that's a great one. By the way, I knew that two hours with Moose and I would, dude, we're two thirds of the way through the hour. Already. I know. <laughs> we haven't even talked about anything. Uh, but we will. Just Moose and I. The, the, I was just saying this earlier. I When I learned how to do sports talk, it was uh, by listening to it, writing down notes. I'm like, I can do that. I can do this. Yeah. And I figured out after a while, if these donkeys can do it, I can certainly do it. Um, so we're kind of getting back today to old school stuff, the way this show used to be. Crocking along. I haven't even got. I'm going to come back to the NHL. Because Ryan Whitney, did you see his tweet about the Panthers with the, I guess it's, it was on the left chest. The Panthers, uh, well, the NHL, he was calling out the NHL for moving the Stanley Cup patch to one side of the chest to make room for an ad on the other. And he, oh. said, that was a, he said that was a crime. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Ryan Whitney of Spitting Chicklets, who I think is a fine enough guy. But the reason you made cajillions as an, as an NHL players because of this. Yeah. Overpriced tickets, overpriced TV rights, overpriced sponsorship. So quit your bitching. That's how I feel. You? I'm in the middle. I, I, I understand because it's the, you know, sanctity of the game or the tradition and all the great memories and the purity of hockey, right? I mean... Um, we have so many great traditions and rules. You know, you're, you don't lift the Stanley Cup unless you've won it. Once your name's on there, it's on there. Hey, we're putting some some ads on it. And I actually think the NHL has done a uh, tasteful job of the uh, of the ads. I really do. Um, this is okay. I didn't see Whitney's. I saw some people talking about Vegas's patch, the silver patch on the Golden Knight jerseys that looked really good. But um, no, I think it's, I think it's okay. I really don't think they've gone too far yet. I really don't. Uh, it's just if you notice, Ryan Whitney's bitching about everything. Yeah. So I would suggest, Whit, why don't you go talk to somebody and figure out why you're so angry? That would be a good place to start. Um. Now I'm not sure why, but. I guess because we're talking about George Strait living in San Marcos, Texas. I don't know. Jen from the Four Seasons writes in and says, pretty sure Joe Sackick still has a place in Speedy Creek. I'd be shocked if he did, because why would he own a house in Swift Current? I don't think he owned it when he played there, but I don't know. I shouldn't talk about what I don't know about. Ryan in Toronto says, I discovered Rod and Moose when the CFL and XFL were talking about talking. <laughs> and I've been having a blast ever since. Oh, that seems like eons ago. Does that ever? Um, I saw that the XFL laid off. Did you see that they laid 30 off? 30 employees, like, yeah. Is that what a 30 their employees? Oh, it's probably 95% of their staff. Yeah, they really branded it like they were doing a bunch of cutbacks, and and I think some people jumped on the XFL to go, oh, no, it's failing. It's failing. Look at they're already cutting layoffs one year into the rock. And it's no, it's more about restructuring. So they're turning full-time employees into seasonal employees that are only going to work certain parts of the year. They're trying to create a better business model that can be more sustainable. They'll have key people 
um, still on full time, but they're going to move some full time into se- uh, full time people into seasonal people. And and what do they call this? Getting lean. They're trying to get lean on the operation side to limit the expenses so the the league can make some money. I don't think it's a bad thing. Well, you didn't lose your job. <laughs> well, I didn't lose my job. Yeah. They, they they might those thirty people might thirty eight people might feel otherwise, but. Fake Gainer writing us on Twitter regarding our poll question today for Key Auto Group. Who's your, sorry, who's the best golden girl? Fake Gainer says, Sophia is the Duncan Keith of the golden girls. Less press, but just as important or more important than Kane and Tapes. All opinions welcome here. Gary in BC watching on the stream says, something's new here. I can't put my finger on it. What's new, Gary, is that we're not on Game Plus Television for the week, uh, and a, a, a production double booking, if you will, a production log jam. So Darren and his DuPont Media are producing the show today, and if I may, it's going quite swimmingly. He's producing it all week. Yeah. So we're, we're still on streaming, podcast, and WQEE, and the viewership is, in fact, up. Well, there's a Not, couple things that are new, yeah. right? The background's a little different. We've got our name bars. We don't usually have that on a week-to-week basis or day-to-day basis. So maybe those are the things you're seeing that are like, whoa, this is a little different. Yeah, it's a little like uh, that. those games we used to play when we were kids, spot the differences in yeah. comic books. I would spend hours. I love that one. I know. But I could never get the 13th one. <laughs> you know, the first 12 were easy. Yeah. But the last one, really hard to get. We've talked for 42 minutes and covered two points officially <laughs> of the 20 that I've come up with on the program today. Point three, the Ontario Hockey League champion Peterborough Peets kept their Memorial Cup hopes alive Tuesday night with a crucial 4-2 victory over the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League Quebec Rempart in Kamloops, B.C. with their first win of the four-team tournament. The Peets give themselves a chance to make the playoffs. The two and one Ramparts were already guaranteed a spot in Sunday's final before the game. Uh, tonight at the Memor, it's Cam Loops versus Seattle. Uh, point four, the Toronto Blue Jays opened a three-game series on Tuesday night by thumping the NL Central leading Milwaukee Brewers 7-2. The Jays out hit the visitors 14-4 and got five solid innings out of Yusei Kikuchi, Vladimir Guerrero, and Alejandro Kirk. Each had three hits. The Jays have won four of their past seven games. I'm going to throw this in here, point five. The Ottawa Blackjacks hit 13 threes at a 64% rate on Tuesday night to earn a decisive 93-82 victory over the Scarborough Shooting Stars at TD Place. This was on TSN, part of a doubleheader. Two days after, meanwhile, two days after a record-breaking comeback in target score time, the Calgary Surge once again used a late run to knock off the Niagara River Lions 85-82 at Winsport on Tuesday night. We're talking about the Canadian Elite Basketball League. So the Calgary Surge are now 3-0. and And I, it's interesting. I got point six written down. Story time? Stay off road? You weren't with me, Darren, at Ace Casino in Calgary, our uh, Canadian home, when the owner, I know that, president of the Calgary Surge came down, Jason Ribeiro. And I'll go to this recovery thing again as the certified mental health coach. I'm trained to read people's eyes, their body language, shoot, inside the lines of what they say. And when I sat across from Jason Ribeiro doing the interview, 
I could see in his eyes. I'm like, this son of a gun is going out to win it. And you people are going to say, well, they all are right. No, no. <laughs> to sound like John Lynch. No, this guy really means it. Sort of like if they don't win a championship in year one with the Calgary Surge, everybody's fired. I'm starting to think he's the Bill Foley of the Canadian Elite Basketball League, <laughs> Jason Roberto of the Calgary Surge. Now, they're off to a great start at 3-0. and It's really got me wanting to go to the games at Winsport. But you ain't never, I don't think, going to change the fact that I'm a Saskatchewan Rattlers fan because they're one of the teams that said, and you were with me, Darren, you guys are the only ones that cover us. And they showered us with all kinds. Of, they're like, literally, take whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, what do you, I got golf shirt, T-shirts, hats. That's my team. Yeah. And I think it'll always be my team. And they're home tonight to uh, the Vancouver. They got to kick Vancouver's ass tonight <laughs> at Sastel Center. What do you think? Well, the colors are great, too. When you got that kind of the green with maybe that sand on the Rattler. Um, I think it's great. And I'm with you. I think we're both going to be Rattlers fans. They treat us really well. Um, good atmosphere, good team, good people over there. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. And uh, it was awesome last night. I tuned in for just a little bit on TSN. Um, my good friend uh, Heather Morrison made her debut. She was on the court um, for part of the TSN broadcast. She's been working with the CEBL for a couple of years now and and got the promotion up to the TSN main feed. So uh, really exciting stuff. Congratulations to her. That's the thing. I, I don't have my finger on the pulse of everything believe it or not i thought the breakdown in mainstream media and trust me it's brilliantly timed for us in our show but i thought the breakdown of mainstream media would hurt some of these lower level leagues and let's be honest they are but i look at the canadian elite basketball league calgary's win sport full seven thousand plus for the winnipeg sea bears come on saskatchewan can you beat seven thousand tonight i'm pretty sure they've never had a crowd bigger than that but the Pats and Blades were sold out for their series. Like, the, the people are finding out. Yeah. They're just not necessarily finding out from the newspaper or the local TV sports. Somehow they're finding out. And just stopping for a second on uh, audience participation here. Gary in BC says, uh, with regards to the changes here, he says, awesome. Well, if you two are involved, it'll be successful. Thank you, Gary. I appreciate that. This is only for the week, by the way. But it's nice. If you've noticed, it's uh, two forty-seven. Sorry, twelve forty-seven Eastern, and we have yet to take a commercial. If it was up to me, we would never take any commercials. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, regarding the spot, the differences, he says, "I'm convinced the thirteen was never really there. It was a scam." I would sit there for days. Can't find the thirteenth thing. What the hell? From B. Henderson. Says, hey, Rod, what do you think of Max Domi signing with the Jets and wearing his dad's old number 20? That would help in many ways in the peg. Really good question. And I'll say this about Max Domi. He was a pointed game in the playoffs or darn close to it. Overperformed. I got to stop listening to people. And form- I got to start forming my own opinion, and which I have. Over the last yeah. year, I've been really good at that. But I've had scouts, personnel people in the NHL say the worst things about Max Domi. And so I believed them. I don't know him personally. I was around him, talked to him when he was playing for the Coyotes and we were doing those Ryderville parties, but I don't know him. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's a difference. Big time. And people were like, look at all the teams he's been on. Arizona, Chicago, Columbus, Montreal. Five teams in the same amount of time that McDavid's been in Edmonton. That's not historically good. But at the very least, he put up for Dallas. And there might be a little bit of growing up that needs to be done there. But it took me a long time to grow up. So I can't. If maybe Max Domi's grown up, maybe he's become the player that everybody thought he could be. And if that's what Winnipeg wants, I didn't see Max Domi on that list of free agent players that we read off earlier on, by the way, B. Henderson, if you were here, maybe he should have been on there. He might have been a few years ago. He would have been on that list, right? And I wonder, like, is this a case of, of a kid who's who's got – you know, is, is immature and maybe has uh, some locker room issues and things like that and wears out his welcome. I don't know if that's the case necessarily. Or is he, you know, a kid who you just don't believe in enough to be a franchise player, so you're not committing to him long-term, but he's intriguing enough as a player for teams to be like, oh, he could fill a hole here. I could pluck him and fill him. Mm-hmm. So you get moved around a lot. I feel like that was, and you would know better than me, but like Mike Sillinger is a guy who played with all these teams. Yeah. And I don't think he was ever a cancer or a bad guy. I think he was always somebody that everybody found useful, but nobody really wanted to commit to and make him a cornerstone of the franchise. Is that accurate? Uh, yeah, well, hey, Silly, I've known him a very long time. And he said about playing for 12 teams, I'm like, Silly, that must really suck. You were traded 11 times. And he goes, yeah, well, 12 teams wanted me. Right? <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> and we were, I was not spit talking him we were uh just shooting the breeze Ireland bruce the third writes in and says summer is here do you prefer the beach or the pool it's the beach for me um i'll say both wayne in victoria bc says i like this newly produced and less commercial show i love the <laughs> rp show either way Oh, this is going to make it real easy for Moose to uh, produce the podcast after this today because there's no commercials. Yeah. It'll be real easy for you. Wilf in Steinbach, Manitoba has found us, despite the fact we're not on Game Plus television today. And uh, Wilf says, uh, hi, Rod and Moose. The XFL laid off the only people that were attending the games. Ta-dum. <laughs> they didn't draw well i feel like they really did everything they could by a hook or by crook to get through that first season or whatever they want to call it under the rock and then after that we'll see by the way coming up in our points rest versus rust argument the canadian football league preseason who's standing out number nine anthony bass apologizes again Point 10, DeAndre Hopkins, where is he going to land? Would you pay him what he thinks he's worth? Should John Gruden get back to the NFL? And the NFL set an all-time attendance record last year. Those are all some of the things we've got coming up in our points. But want to mention, folks, Woody's RV World presents the summer football road trip hosted by the Rod Peterson Show in Engelheim. Tickets are available now at rodpeterson.com. It includes charter transportation from Engelheim. June 23rd out of Regina to Calgary and back June 25th. Two-night hotel accommodations at Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport with complimentary breakfasts, pre- and post-game parties, uh, parties hosted by yours truly, and, of course, a game ticket, Sask at Calgary, June 24th. And now, Woody's would like you to bring a friend or loved one on them 
Purchase an RV at Woody's now, and if you buy a ticket to join us on the football road trip, Woody's will buy you an additional ticket. Bring your best bud, your kid, your partner. Heck, bring your grandma. She deserves to watch some CFL football. Purchase your tickets now at rodpeterson.com or Eventbrite. We'll see you in Calgary for Sask at Calgary. Um, 902-518-3033, the number to reach. Donna writes in, she says, I was ex- she says, I was excited to watch on Game Plus at my daughter's house, but it wasn't on. So I'm here on YouTube. Glad I have a day off to watch it live. We're glad to have you, Donna. Thanks for checking in. I'm not going to explain any longer why. We've explained it twice today, a couple yeah. times yesterday. Thanks for, for joining us. We brushed on this yesterday. I feel like we could fill out this hour on this next topic and then move into hour two with more topics and questions and comments from the audience. And this is the rest versus rust argument. We really skimmed past this yesterday. Yeah. Do you feel like in the NBA finals, like the Denver Nuggets have been off for like a month (laughs) since they swept the LA Lakers. And by the way, the snowman was watching from wherever he's hanging his hat now. And I was listening to Brian snow, the snowman show the other day about LeBron threatening. And by the way, I'm not going down the NBA road here, everybody. Just stick with me. But Brian Snow on his show, it's just so addicting. It's it's the crack of sports talk, Brian Snow. And uh, he's just good. He's a very talented broadcaster. And he goes, hey, LeBron, if you want to retire, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. And I'm like, who says that? It's just hates LeBron. <laughs> he hates LeBron. But anyways, do you, and then the Panthers have been off since sweeping Carolina. Do you think one or both of the Nuggets and Panthers will be affected by the rest or neither? Or neither? That, I think, is a very interesting question right there heading into the championship series of the NHL and the NBA. What's so far? If I had to guess, I would say this is going to affect the Panthers more than the Nuggets. The Nuggets are one of the dominant teams right now in the, in the NBA. They're, they're rolling, and they're very, very good. I'm not saying the Panthers are a bad team, but I feel like the better your team is, the less that, that the rust is going to affect you, right? Rust is good. Um, but I feel like the Panthers are a team of momentum and a team of destiny and a team of riding the wave and getting the big save, and they're not – necessarily outplaying these teams they're not necessarily you know have you know their way with these teams so i feel like they need to keep playing to keep this going keep the momentum going don't do anything don't stop and have and risk the momentum stalling out so i think there's more risk to the panthers having some time off than the denver nuggets but when you're a team of destiny in the universe proves everything wrong yeah, well, I've been thinking about it a lot. Troy in Toronto watching. Troy Calmer says, I would take the rest. By the time a team has made the Stanley Cup Finals, they have to be beat up. A rest can't be bad to heal wounds, no. Well, that's why there's a discussion about it, because two things. One, the Panthers are 100% healthy, or will be by Saturday. They're on the ice right now, and I'm going on Winnipeg Sports Talk at 1220 Eastern sorry, 220 Eastern, 1220 Mountain to talk about this with Hustler because I'm now the Florida hockey correspondent on most shows. So you want that to get healthy. But I think about the Montreal Canadiens two years ago 
Shea Weber and Carey Price were literally on their last legs. They were held together by spit and elastic bands. If you've noticed, y'all, they haven't played since. Shea Weber and Carey Price. So, I mean, yes, they didn't win that Stanley Cup final against Tampa Bay. (laughs) They were cruising into the gas station. We've used this analogy before, or the term Stu Grimson used on NHL Network the other night. This is analogous. They're the car rolling into the gas station with the check engine light on, the low fuel light on, four flat tires. Yeah. So when you slow down, you ever find when you get uh, go on vacation, you get sick within a few days? So that's yeah. all part of it. Do you want to just keep the momentum going or do you want the rest? Like some rest is good, too much rest is bad. But as Paul, you- Maurice, as Paul Maurice has said, We'll take the rest. We'll take the benefit. All right, we got a break. Yeah, good idea. Uh, actually, hang on. Before we do a sports update, we got to get the sponsor reads in. Alec Manoa gets the start today as the Toronto Blue Jays host the Milwaukee Brewers in the second game of the three-game series at Rogers Center. Jays won the opener 7-2 Tuesday. Manoa was, of course, a finalist for the American League Cy Young Award last year, but has struggled this season with just one win in 11 starts. And the host Blazers... Play the WHL champion Seattle Thunderbirds as the Memorial Cup continues in Kamloops tonight. The winner earns a berth in Friday's semifinal, while the loser will play the Peterborough Peets in a tiebreaker Thursday to determine the second semifinal team. Kamloops center Logan Steinkoven leads all skaters with eight points in two games. This sports update is for Landmark Cinemas in theaters June 2nd. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Miles Morales returns for the next chapter of the Oscar-winning Spider-Verse Sega in theaters, Landmark Cinemas, beginning June 2nd. Hour two's ahead today, just on WQEE podcast and streaming. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.